Hi, welcome to the Swan Effect Mums Coffee and Chat podcast. This week, we've got somebody who is coming back for the second time round. So if people remember the first series, Eddie was talking about being a stay-at-home dad. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about blended families. Um, so we touched on it a little bit last time, but we're going to go into more detail this week. Hi, Eddie, you okay? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, good. I was just saying to him off, off the record, like it's been about a year, I think, since we last probably chatted. Yeah, something like that. And like that was deep COVID and, you know, we were all indoors, weren't we, and trying to cope with that. And now it's, yeah, life's just got busy. <laughs> yeah, it's come back to normal and not to 60 in like three seconds. <laughs> you know it's weird though, because during COVID I was like, I just want normality back. I just want to be busy and I want... And I'm like, now I'm kind of like, do you know what? I actually don't think I appreciated the isolation much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want it back at the time of the kids. I want it a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Right. So, well, let's, so we're going to talk blended families. Um, so I'm part of a blended family as well. So it'll be interesting. We can have a bit of a chat about this. So mm-hmm. number one, we've asked this before, but people that might be new to the podcast will ask again. So where do you live and who do you live with? We are from sunny Scarbados in North Yorkshire. Um, I live with my partner, two daughters and two stepdaughters. And a cat. And a cat. cat. So, right, let's go on to four girls, is that? Five altogether. Oh, five, yeah. um, She lives with my ex-partner. Yeah. She comes with them every other weekend. Five girls. I just can't get over that. I mean, I'm saying that Phil's got four girls, you know. I think that's why he's grey. So tell me a little bit about how you started your relationship with your partner. Did she tell you straight away that she was a mum? And did you tell her straight away that you were a dad? And how long was it before you met the children, etc.? So just give us a bit of a background about yeah. how it works when you've got kids. So I know that Phil kind of told he didn't say, Hi, I'm Phil. By the way, I've got two children, because you know, we don't yeah. do that, do you? But <laughs> um yeah, we were quite open with it from the get-go. Um, obviously, when we got talking and obviously met, um, we, a lot of the conversation was around the kids. Um, and obviously, speaking about parenting in general, it was like yeah. one conversation. They take over your life, don't they? You've got no much else to talk about. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those where it was quite equal. We, we were both bringing something to the table sort of thing. Mm. Um, so it wasn't like one of us didn't have children. It was like that daunting moment of, they've got kids I don't know about that yeah. um, it was yeah the, I mean my eldest stepdaughter and my eldest daughter are roughly the same age um, so obviously that was quite easy um, we gave it a few months obviously before we started introducing the kids but all, the way we played it was just went out like we were a couple of friends and obviously taking yeah. the kids out for a day out we used to go yeah. to sort of like theme parks and um soft play and things like that because they were at that young age where soft play and things like that were really good for them so obviously they got to know each other that way and got playing together and sort of like built friendships and then went from there with it yeah and before they knew it they're like hang on we're a family how did that happen yeah. so you didn't make a big deal about it you just kind of yeah I think that transition was easier because they were so young I mean yeah. my youngest daughter at the time I think she was 15 16 months Mm. Um, my oldest stepdaughter was two and my eldest was almost three so it's a cracking age really that isn't it they are yeah. you know they're younger they, they don't know any different in that sense do they yeah. and they're, they're really resilient at that age as well yeah yeah I am envious of you already 
because <laughs> when I met Phil, he had a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old, and it was just like, yeah, and they'd had him to themselves for a good few, yeah, they'd had him to, you know, for themselves for years, for a good few years, and then I came along, and it was pretty fast, and I think they could see that we fell for each other really quickly, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a bit more trickier, and I do sometimes think, I wonder what it would be like if they were, you know, like, I don't know, five and two or something, would it have been easier? You know, probably would have been. Who knows? You never know, do you? You'll never know. So how do how did you feel when you realised your partner came as a package of three? Well, you just said then, sorry, yeah, yeah package of three. Didn't bother you at all. Um, no, no. Were you worried, though? I mean, I know you said, you know, it sounds like great and everything, but you were you a little bit worried about how your daughter would react to sharing the dad? But like I said, they're really young, weren't they? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, they were at that young age where just to get accustomed to it was, was quite easy. Um, I mean, because of the situation that it was, my eldest daughter was obviously living with her mum full time and yeah. then uh, with me on a weekend. Yeah. So it was like, it was uh, sort of more of a routine. But hmm. uh, obviously, we'd, I'd, I'd have my daughter for the weekend and obviously she'd be asking if we were seeing them and she'd want to spend time with them yeah. it was like a routine for her so I think you did a really easy. well good job of that you know Eddie because I think when we say oh you know they're only kids and they're adaptable but at the same time they do if they don't they don't like change a lot of the time do they when they're young yeah. and you know and if they've got used to you being like my daughter for example she's three but she will not let Phil take her to bed to read a book it yeah. has to be me because they like routine don't they so you know yeah. even at that age they can be upset by something but yeah I mean I think that's what was easier with us is where where we introduced them as well because yeah. it was like when we'd when we'd go out together it was on a weekend when I'd have my daughter anyway so she got into that sort of routine of seeing yeah. the girls yeah um, going out and doing something and it'd be sometimes if I wanted to spend a weekend with her it'd be oh we're not seeing them oh today. that's nice yeah it, it was quite an easy transition for it because obviously the way we started it off yeah so it made it a lot easier. Oh yeah, definitely. So what what are the living what are the living arrangements with the girls? Is it 50-50 weekends and stuff? So obviously you've got two children together, is that right? Yeah, we have now, yeah. So that's full time. They're there full time. Yeah, what about the other girls? Yeah. Um my two stepdaughters, they go to their dad's a weekend every fortnight. Right. Um with my eldest, it used to be she'd come to us every weekend. Um but since her mum's started working, um, we've started doing alternate weekends. Yeah. So obviously she gets to spend some time with her as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the arrangements work really well. I mean, the the two youngest, they sort of <laughs> a nice welcome break for them when their sisters go to the yeah. dads. They get to spend a bit more time with mum and a bit more time with me. And... But at the same time, it must be nice when they turn up as well, because they've got more people yeah. to play with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So more often than not, stepdads are more hands-on with their stepchildren as the majority of birth mums have full access to their children, or at least the majority of access. So stepdads are a more permanent feature at home than stepmums are. How was your relationship with your stepdaughters in general? What stepdad role did you take? Were you i.e. a background stepdad? Were you all in stepdad? The reason I ask this is obviously I'm older now and I'm... I hate saying the word stepmom because I'm not, I don't really class myself as a stepmom because they were so much older when I met them. But, but 
I was, you know, he didn't have them full time. Maybe if he had them full time, would I have had more of a influence, more um, saying what had happened or whatever? I don't know. Whereas my friends who have got partners, you know, like stepdads for their children, they are they, they will lay down laws at home. You know, they'll give rules, they'll ground the kids. I would never have done that because it yeah. was a part time thing for me. Whereas it's full time for these dads, and I get it. Yeah. You know, you're there, like they've got to respect you, and you can't have carnage. And so, how did you? How do you do it? Just like them, my own, really. <laughs> yeah. Is that I what mean, you did? Like literally treat them like your own and just. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. uh, they were so young when me yeah. and the mum met. Um, I think to be fair, they've they've grown up me more being that father figure than their own dad has. Yeah. Um, whereas obviously he's always been involved and always had a say in things and things like that. We've all dealt with it together. Um, I've, I'm the one that's been around. Yeah. I mean, me and my youngest stepdaughter, we do clash sometimes because she's just like me. <laughs> yeah. She's so dry and sarcastic. Yeah. It's unreal. <laughs> but it's like the cheeky answers that I give back. Obviously, when you're doing something with her, she'll come up with the same. And it just shows nature versus nurture, doesn't it? Obviously, naturally, yeah. she's not, but nurturing, you've obviously taught her that yeah. sort of thing. I mean, I've had to go from, I mean, obviously, we live it we've lived in the same household for seven, eight years now. Yeah. Seven years. Um so I've always been like hands-on and quite obviously very involved with them. Yeah. But obviously being the stay-at-home dad the last two or three years, um, that sort of escalated it even more. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean, yeah, I mean they, they don't know any different really that's it it's yeah I think that's it was very manual situation is very very different very different um I always felt that they were with their mum the majority of the time and when the teenagers came and you know normal teammate teenage issues popped up um I, I'd give my support for Phil or what I if I was in this situation I would probably do this sort of conversations with him but initially, it was down to the mum and dad, you know, mum and him. They needed to speak together, sort out things and how they were going to deal with things. Um, but like you were just saying, you're more of a dad figure than the dad. And, and it's a sorry case, really, but that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I just wondered if how you dealt with it. Because I, I, I follow a lot of stepmums and listen to podcasts and everything. And I don't think there's many stepmums that would talk like you. Yeah. Um, I have it with with my eldest daughter sometimes. She, when she comes on a weekend, she'll tell me about things at her mum's house, and obviously she, her uh, stepdad that she lives with, yeah. Um, she'll say, "Oh, um, it sort of, I she lost her phone for a day or two yeah. because she did something." And it's, yeah. it's telling me, thinking that I'm gonna be. Oh, yeah, and you're like, no, because if you've just suspected him. No, you live in you live in his house. It's his rules. His rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, um, exactly. So just, like, just like I'd have done with her and things like that. Um, and it's just getting them to try and understand that. Um, if anything, you want that, don't you? If they're not, it, yeah. you know, if anything happened to me and Phil, and another woman came into the life, and then we're going to play the mothering type of role in my yeah. absence. Yeah, I I wouldn't want them to be Disney mum. I'd want them to discipline them, and if they were being disrespectful yeah. or doing something wrong yeah I would want that person to do what I would do you know I mean Sarah uh, Sarah she's her and her, uh, my eldest are uh, quite 
All right. Um, but I mean, she doesn't have to get involved because obviously she's only here at weekends. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get involved that much with sort of like discipline and things like that because yeah. obviously I'm at I'm, I'm one of those where it's at, I'm at home all the time. Yeah, yeah. Even the slightest noise upstairs, I know something's yeah. going on. <laughs> um, That's I used to take a step back. If food. Phil was there, I was like, no, he, you know, you deal with that. But yeah. if he wasn't, I would. Oh yeah, I'd pull in and go. No, I'm not having that. You know, and yeah, I think sometimes it would shock yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but obviously, she knows I've got it covered, and it's all all in hand. So. <laughs> Yeah, she normally doesn't get involved with that. Hands up, bye! She does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's sort of different to where I am with my two stepdaughters, whereas she is with my eldest. Because mm. they live with us and obviously yeah. my eldest. That's it. The dynamics are always different for stepdads than they are stepmen, for sure. In the majority of cases, anyway. Yeah, just wondered how what kind of role you led, really. Because I know a lot of my friends, girlfriends, they don't like it when they meet someone and then they move them in, get married and everything. And then they say, oh, they're too strict with my children and they're this, that and the other. And you're like, well, you know, you've brought this person into the house and I know what it's like. You know, it is hard. And my, my biological children, oh, they drive me insane. Like, I want to shout with them all the time. And you're allowed to get annoyed when they're your own kids and go, oh, God, they're getting on my nerves today. But when you're a step parent, you can't say that out loud because you'll get... You know, you do, you get judged for it. So you can't, and I get that. And I just, I used to say to my friends, look, he, he's got to live with your children day in, day out. They're hard work, you know, you love them unconditionally. Get, He's got to find that, give him time to get catch up to where you guys are, you know? I mean, there's one thing that I don't think I've heard many step-parents obviously talk about, and that's the fact of sort of a bit of uh, feeling guilty Oh, yeah. um, I know I feel it sometimes. Yeah, I do. Closer relationship and bond with yeah. my two stepdaughters than I do with my eldest. Yeah. Because obviously I spend more time with them, and obviously yeah. they live with me. Um, obviously, I, I see what they're doing day day to day, helping with schoolwork. So everything's a lot closer. Yeah. Whereas sometimes with my with my eldest, sometimes it can be when she's talking about school because I'm not. You're not there, there every day. Um. It gets a bit awkward and sometimes yeah. feel guilty because of it and things like that. But I mean, you're not the only one, I don't think, at all. They're, they're all my girls. They all get trapped. Of course they are. Yeah. And like you said, it's helped because they were so young when you met them. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, five, bloody hell. But yeah, still. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine those, all those hormones, Eddie, when they're older in that house. Um, well, it's going to be. We'll have two hitting it at roughly the same time, and then yeah. obviously a couple, two or three years later, we'll have another two in it. <laughs> You'll have the door slamming, the uh, you know. We'll get that now. We do get that now, and it's mainly <laughs> the three-year-old. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, actually, I have that one as well with my three-year-old. No, no oh, one's stomping upstairs and yeah. kicking the room. And <laughs> oh dear me. Right, I'm going to have a quick break now and then we'll go and ask the rest of the questions. So uh, just grab yourselves a coffee and I'll be back shortly. Thank you. Hi, welcome back to the second half. Um, so number six was going to be, have you been introduced to the birth dad? Have you managed to gain a good relationship with him? And how... And sorry, and has your partner met your children's birth, your child's birth, ma'am? 
So have you done um, the whole introduction thing? We have, yeah. Um, I mean, the shifts that my partner used to work before we started living together, um, the dad used to, to go and sit with them, obviously, while she was at work and things yeah. like that. Um, but obviously, we met him from the dad from a young age. Yeah. Um, we've always been all right. Um, the relationship's good. I mean, uh, we can both have a chat about things with the girls. And um, obviously, if there's any issues that he's found, obviously, when they're at his, he'll come yeah. and have a chat with us, obviously, just to keep an eye on them when they're at ours, uh, when they're at home. Um, and that we, that we work really well together. Um, it's a good common ground relationship that um, my partner and her ex-partner have, and obviously the same with me with the dad as well. Um, I mean, it's one of those where it's like a mutual respect. Yeah. Sort of like, he's a good dad to his girls, yeah. obviously, in that sort of respect, and then he's thankful for what I do with them. Yeah. And obviously, I can, obviously, now that they're older, they've got phones, obviously, get them to keep in contact with the dad and yeah. things like that, and um, just make sure they're maintaining that relationship with him. Whereas with my ex-partner, it's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's the women. Yeah. The women are always bad. <laughs> Men I mean, are more realistic and they go, do you know what? We're not together anymore. I want to see my child. I know I'm not going to see my child full time. Oh, my ex yeah. has got a partner. He looks like a good bloke. I'm happy with my child having a good bloke, keeping his eye on my child, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think women are very nervous. And I get it because I've got kids of my own now. And I'd be slightly nervous if, if another woman came along and you don't want them to take your place. I think that's the thing. It's, it's more the relationship between me and my ex-partner. Oh. Um, I mean, it was a a, a rough breakup. Um, yeah. I, it's always been quite bad. It's not as bad. It's got to be all right now. Years. It's been on for years. It's not too bad the last few years yeah. since she met a new partner and obviously they had, an, they had another child. That's it, that helps, um, doesn't it? She's sort of matured a little bit, but still have problems. I think always uh, will. I think always will. But it's just things that went on and it's uh, obviously when we, when, when we separated and things like that. And obviously when my partner was on the on the scene and things like that, she's obviously witnessed some of the things that went on and yeah. it's just they'll never get better <laughs> no no I think that's the thing isn't it like I think as a woman I think because we know it's sensitive especially your partner she she was a mum herself so she would have known like I know I didn't at first because I wasn't a mum so I was a bit like you know quick to judge and I shouldn't have been and I'm very open now to go do you know what I shouldn't have done that at the time uh, not to anybody out loud but to myself um it's hard and it must be scary when another woman comes along and the kids are older so they were going oh Linda's this and Linda this and Lintuck is here and Lintuck is there and and this mum's thinking yeah. great I'm at home disciplining you all the time because you're a nightmare teenager but Lynn gets to send you to have you know the fun times and and you know yeah. I, I get it it would be hard it would be hard um we were talking about this to another lady and I just wish sometimes that when in an ideal world when I've met Phil, he would have said straight away, look, if you're going to be around my girls, maybe we should, you should have a quick chat with the mum and we'll do a, when I go and collect them, maybe you come along and we'll just do a, hi, how are you? Because I never met her. Never yeah. met her. Until I bumped into her, I think, eight, nine months later. You know, yeah. it's, I think that would have helped. 
And I think maybe that's what a lot of people should do. But I know the situation, like you said, breakups can be nasty sometimes. So that developed on both sides, really, I would, I would yeah. expect. Yeah. Um, it would. But I mean, the, girl, the girls are happy. So yeah. that's the main thing. I think at the end of the day, the priority is his children, isn't it? If the, if the kids are happy, let adults be adults and let us argue between ourselves, as long as it doesn't affect the kids, isn't it? Yeah. So this is the next question, because this really interests me, the difference in the roles. So in your honest opinion, what do you think are the differences between the role of a stepdad and the role of a stepmom? Do you think it's emotionally harder for one more than the other? And if so, why? So I say emotionally. Yeah. Alex, yeah, you go first, and I'll say why I've asked that question. I would have thought it'd be trickier for a for a stepmom, mm-hmm. especially like you say, if you've if they've got kids already, mm-hmm. um, it might be harder for them, maybe bond wise. I, I I may expect, but I, I'd say pretty much the same, really. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on obviously the, the living situation. Yeah. So if it's a child that lives full time with the dad, maybe, and then goes to their mum's on a week, and then they've got yeah. a stepdad. Things are going to be different that way, um, or living at home with a stepmum or stepdad, things like that. Mm. It's all different scenarios, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's I think blended families. Like you've just said, your daughter, your biological daughter, with your ex. So she has two sisters, two stepsisters, and another sister from her mum's side. Yeah. So, you know, that is what you would call a real blended family, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, and you can't, and that's just one family, one girl. So you imagine all the people in this country. Like when I talk about, I was brought up, my mum and dad, and I had three brothers and sisters, and we were classed as the Waltons because there was, you know, there was no breakups or anything like that. And then my friends would be, like my friend Callie had a, a, a mum and no dad, and it was just them two. Then I had someone else and who had stepbrothers, half-sisters, all this sort of stuff. And now it just seems, and this is in the 90s, now it just seems the norm. And now yeah, I'm part of I mean, that kind of family. You know, I've got two kids, two stepkids, yeah. um, half-sister, which we don't use the word half-sisters, but, you know, that sort of thing. My sister, you know, she's got a blended family in a certain way, but they're, they're very different as well. Everyone's different, and I think you've just got to treat yeah. the situation. I mean, I think it was easier for me because I was brought up in a big family. Yeah. I mean, we were kind of a blended family ourselves anyway. I mean, right. me and my older brother, it was like us two and my mum and dad. Yeah. But my dad had kids from a, his previous marriage. Ah. So I mean, two half-sisters. Yeah. Um, um, technically two half-brothers, whereas my well, one of my half-brothers didn't know who his dad was. But obviously, it looked to my dad as a father figure, and obviously, my dad had obviously. Wow. Something. So, Within did you get on with all your brothers and sisters, your older ones? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even—I don't even like calling them half sisters. No, we brother. don't know. But I mean, just for the sake of the podcast to explain yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're a lot older. Um, yeah. And it's—I mean, the family's massive. I mean, my <laughs> mum and dad have got. There's about between about twenty grandkids and another twenty-five great grandkids. What? So yeah, I mean, my sister, she has, she's got five. My other sister's oh. got three. My other brother's got three, and then my other brother's got two. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I was in that big family scenario anyway, and then obviously now I found myself with five kids. <laughs> um, Rabbits just breeding. TV <laughs> <laughs> <He> license. <laughs> What else to do? <laughs> That's so funny. 
it's just I think the thing is it's just every family it, you can't give advice for certain things because everyone's got different personalities different situations is the mum around yes is the mum around no dad around yes is he good part-time dad yeah you know are they co-parenting well yeah you, you can't give advice because it's if one one woman might find what I went you know my, my situation easy whereas yeah. you know another person wouldn't like myself or you know there's no book it's like parenthood isn't it there's no book on how to deal with stuff you just you wing it I keep saying I'm winging parenthood but you do and you just yeah. hope that every day that you're not causing some sort of psychological damage to your child <laughs> And they'll do a TikTok in 20 years about how, like, you messed them up. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all I see all the time. So what do you think? It, so do you think it was slightly easier to have this bond with the girls as they were so young when you came to life? So you've said yes. Many step parents struggle with their new roles and for many different reasons. But I always thought that if I'd have met my partner's daughter, look at me asking questions I've already answered to early <laughs> age, it would have been made the transition smoother. So we were just saying that I think it would make it easier. But like, and to be honest, Phil and his, um, the, the birthman, there was no issues. They'd long gone since separated. Yeah. And he'd had a partner before me and she'd had a partner and everything. So it wasn't anything towards, it was just he didn't think it was necessary, um, yeah. I suppose, or didn't think. And I suppose like with your situation, it's a bit trickier, isn't it? And you're just like, mm, and there's a lot of mm. stuff happening. Again, you can't predict it, can you? You know, no, you just <laughs> definitely can't. Do you think, so with your girls then, you've said it's been that long and they were that young, but they all get along. Has there ever been... Uh, has anyone in their temper ever said something hurtful about the situation? If you know what I mean, without me saying it. Not yet. No. And <laughs> no. you know what? There's I've got someone in my family, and it's been 24 years. She's never said it. Yeah. And also, I've never had it. I've got a credit with credits due. I've never been disrespected in a horrible way like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As in, you're not my blah, blah, or, no. you know, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm kind of half expecting it one day. I'll be, you're not my dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know. I think I always just, said if I got the whole, you're not my mum, I was going to just reply back and go, thank God for that and walk away. Um, but no, it never happened. And I'm glad. And you know what? I think that's a true sign of respect that when a kid is going through, let's face it, teenagers are awful and fun all at the same time. But adult, anyone over the age of 25 is old, decrepit and doesn't know any better. And you don't want anything to do with him. Let's face it, yeah. at that age. And, you know, just to get that little bit of respect, I was like, okay, that's, I'm glad that never happened. Like, you know, because it would have hurt my feelings. Yeah. And I, I would have known deep down I wouldn't have meant it, but it would have hurt my feelings. I think it would to anybody, really. Yeah. But you can see, obviously, where that would come in. It would be one of, the, uh, one of the scenarios and situations where they're not very hands-on. Uh, yeah. They're not involved as much as some. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes to a day where they decide yes I'm going to be involved and yeah. they come in like that and then they get that sort of yeah. reaction mm-hmm. because obviously they haven't built that bond and obviously mm-hmm. relationship and there's no respect there no it's do you know what another changing topic completely um so this family member um the, the biological dad left when she was six months old and has been around, you know, I wouldn't say he's far from being a good dad, but 
he's the dad nonetheless and that's the thing there's always that connection doesn't matter how much as an outsider or as a step parent it bugs you a biological parent is a biological parent there's always even if they are the crappiest parent in the world guaranteed that kid will still go and see them when they phone them oh i need you you know dad needs your mum needs you and it annoys me it really does but i get it it's a bond and you can't help it so she's he's been in and out she's in her late 20s now and this other guy who she calls dad she's taking a surname all this sort of thing since she was four who does she get to walk down the aisle and she is at a crossroads with that now we're all going your dad as in the guy who brought you up yeah. But we're also I also understand where she's coming from about that point of things. Oh, because he is he does flit in and out and you know stuff. Yeah. That's the thing with blended families. It isn't just cut and dry, is it? You know, it goes well into the adult years as well. And these sort of negotiations, these thoughts, these she's not a kid anymore, but she's gone back to being a child, you know, child in her head going, Who do I choose? I don't want to upset anybody, yeah. who do I choose? So yeah. We just told us I mean, to get married aboard. Once we sort of sparked something off for me, really, I've never thought that far ahead. Yeah. So it's like when my stepdaughters come to that sort of point where obviously they're going to be getting married. Yeah. I'd, I'd find it a privilege if they asked me as well as yeah. their dad. Yeah. Um, so obviously they do have a good relationship with their dad. So, I mean, you automatically expect... And you do as well, which yeah. helps. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... It, It'd be a big thing, a privilege. Maybe both of you could walk them down. Yeah. Because that's a that's thing, isn't it? would be a privilege if they asked us both. But that's it. We talk about blended families. And I think from everything I read up on it and I look up, it's all about we've just met. We're a fairly newly family. We're five years into this blended family. And it's like, but what if you stay together forever and ever and ever? Like mm. these, and what I've noticed, especially with social media, it's everywhere at the minute, is adults on TikTok especially are talking about childhood experiences a lot. And you think, God, God, they, they hold on to these feelings years and years and years. And I just think, and that's made me go, okay, I need to think about how, I'm reflecting back on how I was as a dad's girlfriend. Did I ignore yeah. them? I probably ignored them too much. If I'm being honest, I just couldn't deal with it. Um, they weren't yeah. my responsibility. And I, and I think, well, do they think of being rejected? Do they feel like I wasn't bothered? Oh, it's just so complicated. As an outsider, part-time outsider especially, it's been really, yeah. Now they've grown up and I'm starting to, and it's not, you know, we get on really well and stuff, but I'm starting to think, oh, maybe I could have done more. And I, but yeah. you can't you can't read a book because everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's hard one though, isn't it? Yeah. Especially like yourself, you 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 didn't have children and obviously you're in that sort of predicament where how do I approach? Yeah. Might have been yeah. different, obviously, if you'd had kids before. Yeah. But saying that there's 20 years difference between them. So I only know about young kids. I don't know about yeah. teenagers. Being a parent to a teenager, so I still probably wouldn't have been, I probably would have been clueless because teenagers, <laughs> which you don't know yet, they are bloody hard, do you know what I mean? Yeah. A sneaky little buggers. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I ever yeah, was, really. ever, you know. They are at the minute. So some nights I have to go in and end up taking my stepdaughter's phone off her at one o'clock in the morning because she's <gasps> snuck it from the YouTube. <laughs> no, that is bloody YouTube. They're obsessed with it. Honestly. Yeah. So, last question for any new step parents who have children of their own listening, 
what advice would you give them? What have you found has worked for you personally? So I'll let you chat about it because I just think it's it's so hard to give advice because, like I said, everyone's different. Well, I think it covers it from whatever age range the kids are. Yeah. It's just communication yeah. between yourself and your new partner, yeah. um, yourself and your ex-partner, yeah. um, yourself and your partner's ex-partner. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, every kids, the kids. But the communication between you all, the yeah. better the communication at the beginning and the better relationship you can form. Yeah. It's going to be so much smoother. Um, yeah, I forgot the, the key word when talking about this is communication always. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you can communicate with um, your partner's children's ex-partner, yeah. their, their other parent that's not in the pic, sort of, not well, not in the picture, but yeah. obviously, can I mean, you don't have to be best mates with them. Do you know no, what I mean? I mean, just as long as you can have a good relationship with them, yeah, and that you can have good communication. Obviously, that's the main thing. I think if you're committing to being a part of a child's life as as a step parent um you know and, and especially if they're young and if you're not invited to the parents evenings the sports days and stuff because there has been no communication with the birth mum and the birth mum wants to go and the birth dad wants to go fine you respect that but at the same time if you're putting into that family i think yeah you need to speak to the yeah i think communication is key because you don't want to be feel left out you don't want to be putting all the work in and then be rejected at every big event yeah, or yeah. milestone or whatever yeah i mean that's, talk. that's the main thing that I'd, I'd go with is i mean that's one thing that's worked really well for us is because we do have that good communication and relationship with the girl's dad that everything is so much easier and smoother yeah we arrange arranging obviously when he's going to see them and Obviously, if he wants to to go away camping for a for a week or things like that in the summer holidays, um, there's no barriers there. No. It's just like just like bringing a friend. Up. Oh, is it all right if I take the girls this week? I yeah, think that's, that's so nice, Eddie. You're so lucky. Honestly, you're really blessed with that. To be fair, we have we have been lucky because I mean yeah. I know some people that are a completely opposite end of the spectrum where. Um, <sighs> Like oh, can like a friend of mine with his his daughter, um, maybe if it's they've got something going on with the family and he's spoken to his ex partner, if they can have her a different weekend to what's normally arranged, mm-hmm. like, oh no, it's not your weekend, blah blah blah. Yeah, like and they get feeling like oh, you know, I pick them yeah. up at two, but can I come at ten o'clock in the morning instead because we've got X Y Z yeah. on? And they go, that's fine, but I'm, um, I want them dropped off four hours early on the drop off day. And you yeah. go, oh my god! You know, you've annoyed that person in a, you know, in the in the relationship if they're acting like that after for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's strange just how some relationships can be. Yeah, but then you see others doing it, and I remember my mum's friend. So God, they're well in their seventies now. They just separated her and a part husband, and they had two young boys. They were my age and um, my mum could not believe it. This is like the 80s, late 80s. I think they were the first married couple that got a divorce. My mum was like, oh, I can't believe it. You know, big scandal. And honest to God, he's now remarried. I think she did and then that didn't work out. But the three of them go out for days out together. Yeah. Because she said, I loved him. I just 
wasn't in love with him in that way anymore and vice versa but I, I like him a lot we get on with friends and then she says I love his wife and the three of them go out I think that's so nice and the boys have this healthy lifestyle and they're happy and the mum and dad are friends and I just yeah it's wonderful it's really lovely but again very I mean, we, part we, we get invited to the girl's dad's wedding reception <laughs> Um, it was one of those. I mean, we had something. We had, we had plans already that weekend. We had birthday parties for like our eldest daughter together. Yeah. Um, so we couldn't actually go, but it was, it was nice to know that obviously the relationships there. That he invited you to his know. wedding night, do? Yeah, his wedding reception. Yeah. Oh, that is so nice. In a perfect world, I think. Do you know what? As time goes on, and and it gets more and more and more and more the norm. I yeah. think we're, we're going to get a better, you know, we'll, we'll, I think the temper is still going to be there, the anger, the grief, the frustrations are still going to be there. But hopefully the people that do say, yeah, bring them back four hours earlier on the day you've bring yeah. them back, you know, those type of people will go, oh, do you know what? Actually, I'm sorry, and text them after and go, sorry, that was petty. I'm being silly. Don't, you know, of course you can have them for extra, blah, blah. Yeah. I just don't know. I hope that will happen in time because blended families is becoming more and more, more the norm yeah you know and like i you know i always think fion's got um, my two girls have got phil's surname and i haven't got it and, I, and my mum would be like oh god you know i had to marry your father because i didn't want to have a child with no not the same <laughs> name as me yeah and this is obviously in the early 80s and i'm like i don't care i don't think it really matters yeah you know things are changing a lot and i think it's for the better really as well i mean for, for years we've been planning our wedding it's just one thing after another and cost of living going up we just oh, yeah. I mean we've even spoken about obviously because mum would have the same surname as me and our two yeah. youngest yeah. and then obviously the stepdaughters she's even sort of covered it slightly with their dad about double barreling the surnames what did he say? And he's fine they're going to change you when they get married anyway yeah I mean he, he's, he's fine with it he's up well I don't, he's okay with it. Yeah. He's okay with it, yeah. So this is I think it. that comes back to it again, that that um getting that foundations of that early relationship there and good communication. It's, it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. It's that's the one thing that comes out of this podcast is communication. I think I've said it to there's a few episodes I've done now with people in a situation, and it always narrows down to lack of communication. Yeah. why things go wrong do you know what I mean and I think you are the perfect example of how having that communication works and every other person I've spoken to who doesn't have a communication it's not good yeah. so yeah if you're listening and you're thinking of splitting up or you're thinking of having starting this blended family whatever just if you can or even if you can't even if it's not good with your ex be the bigger person and hand out an olive branch and you know, if they continue to reject it, that's fine. But at least you know you've done everything to try, isn't it? Keep that communication line going. I mean, I sort of send a text to my ex-partner just asking how daughter's getting on at school, and I'll yeah. get back fine, yeah, and yeah or whatever. And I was like, oh, is it all right if I pick her up a little bit later or a bit earlier? Yeah, it's fine. It's just you hardly get anything in return, but no. that 
line of communication. You've tried. You've tried. Yeah. Thing is, you are linked yeah. to that person till the end of time, aren't you? Because you will forever always have a child with that person, and that will forever be that bond that you know binds you together. So some, yeah, just be the big person and send a text now and again. Right. Well, thank you ever so. Do you know what, Eddie? It's been lovely chatting to you again. We'll have to think of another one we can talk about next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How the hell do we balance it all with working and children? Let's do that one next. I'll be covering that soon. Yeah, you will be covering it soon. <laughs> thanks ever so much, Eddie. Um, and thanks everyone for listening. It's a tricky one. There, we, we never have any answers. We just have opinions. So I'm hoping you enjoyed that um, episode today. And if you have any questions or you want to share your stories, then please get in touch with me on the Instagram, Swan Effect Mum Instagram or Twitter account. Thanks everyone for listening. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks, Eddie. Thank you. Bye. See ya. like to be a guest in the show please get in touch we're looking for unique stories that will help and benefit any parents listening thanks for listening if you've enjoyed today's episode please hit subscribe and follow me on facebook twitter instagram and pinterest or visit my website www.theswaneffectmum.com thank you